So welcome to the first episode of our little musical podcast. We're not going to get too much into the secret identities, but here we have Sam. Hi. Say hello. Hello. Jim. Hi, I'm Jim. And Dan. Yeah, hi. Oh, maybe I should say Sam is in Colorado. Jim is in Southern California, the small town of Oxnard. And Dan is in Oakland, California. And I am in Woodland Hills, just north of Los Angeles. We've been talking about albums for the last month or so. We decided because people need to hear our our opinions to record it for all y'all. So this week... Dan has chosen uh, the record that we're going to discuss. And I Dan, chose I mean, Sam. Incorrect. <laughs> I'm wow, sure. Wow. Take, take two. I'm just written. Just, just pushed yeah, out of this No, thing. I love. Leave it in. It makes me more human. Sam. One job. One job. <laughs> Sorry to ruin Sam my chose image. what? Sam chose uh, the album this week, so I'm going to let him get into it, and then we'll count down our favorites from worst to best. So, Sam, what are we listening to I, this week? I chose Ghost in the Machine um, because I thought it was a great album. We have a Ghost in the Machine by who? By the Police. Sorry, I'm not familiar. Oh, oh, The Police. The Police. You know, Stingy and Stuart and Andy. Stingy? Stingy. Mr. Sting. Um, Gordon Sumner, if you please. Um, yeah, it was, Ghost in the Machine was released in um, 1981, in October of 1981. And the first actual single off of this was Invisible Sun, which I didn't realize. I think that was released in the UK, wow. um, which was a, a, like, I can't, I can't imagine who sat there and said, oh, yes, this is a single. <laughs> it's the just, one that's got hit written all over it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. right. The, the, I, every little thing she does as magic was the one that was released, I think, worldwide mm-hmm. as the single. Um, I think that was the debut single from the record in the US. And um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a it's a lovely light little album um, that deals with a lot of philosophy and sting. Uh, I have one confession to make about this album, which is uh, not until you chose it and I really sat down and concentrated. I always thought it was called Ghosts in the Machine. I thought there were plural ghosts, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. So this is the first time I realized there's only one ghost in the machine. <laughs> well, there's three ghosts on only the cover, so I could see how you would you could make that mistake. That might be why. Yeah. Uh, what we usually do is before we get into the counting down of the album, we each kind of discuss uh, where we were at with the band as far as did we love them, did we see them, and that kind of thing. So, Sam, since you chose it, where, um, what was I, your police? Happening? I was, um, so I knew of Roxanne. Um, I probably knew of Walking on the Moon. Um, but I... <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. Oh, I, well, and I and I knew and I knew Zenyatta Mandata as well. Like I knew I knew parts of all three of them, bef- but I don't think I think this was the first one that I actually bought, and I think it coincided <laughs> with my um, receiving my uh, Walkman, the second Walkman, the smaller one, the red one, as a gift, and so I listened to the hell out of this record with so that thing. Be- since this isn't a visual medium, you just made a sort of a circular. Uh, hand motion about your Walkman? Was this a CD Walkman or a no? Tape it was Walkman? it was about this big. Oh, okay. It was it was square. It was a little bit longer than wide. It was about the size of a cassette tape. A boom. <laughs> he did figure. not. He did not have a CD Walkman in 1982. No, that would be shocking. But I did have a DeLorean, which means I did have <laughs> a CD Walkman in 1982. No. Um, 
but yeah, I, I listened to the hell out of this record. Um, I, uh, I I think I had a girlfriend named Julie at the time, and um, when I listened to every little thing she does is magic, I thought about Julie. Oh, because of course you did. Yeah, and then you guys made out at Red Rocks. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I I had Do not. We know where I think th- I think I had been to a show at Red Rocks at that point, but um, I think it was Air Supply. Oh, nice. Oh, God. There you so go. Speaking of That's battle. Great. Um, Air Supply is great. Do we know where Julie is anymore? Uh, somewhere, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen her so on the Facebooks. Somewhere, yeah? I've seen her on the Facebooks in our, um, mm. our, our, our um, reunion group on there. But, I thought you were uh, going to say, and our anniversary is... <laughs> and, I, and i and i married that girl after that song came out. Uh, none of those things happened <laughs> all right but that's She's that's where, a ghost in the machine that's where thank you dan um that's that's <laughs> so where i was with the jam. police but they but i mean loved loved this record loved the band I, this is where i started to really really get into the band um for myself anybody else dan Dan or Jim? Uh, I mean, they were all over the radio, of course. So, I mean, I knew the singles. Um, I didn't buy anything until Synchronicity. Um, so, you know, I was I was one of those hipsters that got to the band early. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just, I I felt like I'd heard the hits. I liked the hits, but I they were never the band that I was compelled to go buy more of. Then I bought um, their greatest hits that came out after that, the singles, like you said, that has that crappy version of Don't Stand So Close. And then I think it was college by the time I started to go back. Uh, oh, no, my sister did buy that box set, oh. uh, Message, Message in a, a box, box. Which is great. Uh, it's fantastic. And, and then I started listening, and I was like, oh, wait a second. I like all of this stuff. So that's, that's how I went. I think they were broken up by the time I was like, oh, wait, I like these guys. And I'd, I'd also like to interject for the, for the listeners at home, I'm about a year older than the rest of you, I think. So. And wiser. Uh, yes. mm, debatable, mm. debatable. All right. And so uh, for that reason, I never saw them live, which uh, which I wish I had. I saw them. Guess where I saw them? Red, Red, Red Rocks. Rocks with Elvis Costello opening. But the worst oh, fucking part God, about I that remember. was that Sting sang Allison. I don't want to see fucking anybody sing Allison except Elvis Costello. Oh my God. Not even Sting. Not even the guy not who's band I'm there to see. No. Agreed. Wow. Um, okay. Not over that. So, no, I so, haven't. so, I, I, uh, Roxanne. That's the song from Forty Eight Hours that Eddie Murphy's singing, right? In jail. <laughs> um, oh, forgot that. I never, I never. I mean that. That's that's my first. I think time hearing that song. Never heard it before. Um, wow. Message in a bottle. First time I ever heard that song. Sting was playing it solo on Live Aid stage on the Live Aid stage nice. in 85, so I did not know that song, didn't know why everybody knew the words to that song in the crowd, couldn't tell you. Um, I did wow. see the video of, uh, the first thing was Don't Stand So Close To Me was uh, the video on MTV, I remember seeing that. Um, and then my mom went to Costco and bought me two of these things called CDs, and one of them was Rattle and Hum, and the other one was The Greatest Hits by The Police. And so I started listening, uh-huh. and um, and so that's when I was like, all right, okay, all right. And that's it. That's my entry into The Police. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. Nice. Well, my, one and of then, my... F- and then or, you or, started playing Rattle and Hum all the time. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
um, yeah, one of my first musical memories because I loved Top 40 uh, radio. And one day on the playground, my friend Roger Ray and from elementary school, this must have been third, no, fourth grade, uh, was singing da do 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 da 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 da. And I said, what's that? And he said, oh, the police. You haven't heard of the police? Like, how could you not know? And um, so he told me about other FM stations where you could hear more oh wow current rock music i'd never really knew that was a thing so that was sort of uh my my gateway into that kind of stuff but i i didn't uh i didn't like particularly love 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 them i don't think but i think synchronicity was also the first record i bought even though i knew all the the hits from beforehand and um i think i might have even i i definitely won a poster at the del mar fair of them on the set of Roxanne, the red background uh, video, mm-hmm. and um, and I had a black light poster of Zenyatta Mandata because once nice. Synchronicity hit, yeah. I was all Stoner. in, which is weird because I totally don't love that album, but it was for some reason I, w- I went back and a friend of mine was selling cassettes and I bought uh, Ghost in the Machine and Zenyatta Mandata on cassette. Um, so that's, but I don't remember like being so into them before that. Like I don't, I don't have a memory of, Oh, speaking of ghost in the machines, uh, Sam is holding up his album, which with his green screen effect looks ghostly at best. Um, so I don't remember like when this album came out that it was like a big, had a big effect on me cause I wasn't quite that into music yet, but I, I, I vaguely remember seeing a documentary about them, uh, the around the world documentary at my cousins in LA and being just fascinated by a music documentary it just seems so, yeah, Police oh, Around the World is, so is really cool. cool. Speaking That's of really... music, let's talk about the music. Let's do it. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through, um, and we're each gonna start with our least favorite song on the or album. Or are we? There's uh, two ways of uh, going through albums. Yeah, Sam. It's Sam's, Sam's album. I concur. Whoever chose it gets to gets to gets to do I, their style. So Adam, when Adam last week. Uh, or whenever we did the last record uh, mentioned that the suspense building the suspense um, had had some cachet I was like oh yeah that's a good point so I think we should uh, we should start from the bottom and work our way back to the top up to the I top I couldn't agree less or to the, more up to the top fair enough okay so Sam now that what, we have such a, a rabid listening you're public. calling you're calling the you're calling the order Me? Sam so yeah go ahead it's your album I, I we've we've done it alphabetical for so long. I don't want to. I don't want to. All right. Mess with a good thing, man. Okay, we can do that. Okay, you you it. kick us off. Okay. Wait, Sam does because it's his host, or I just do because my name is Adam, and uh, that starts with an A. Sam. That's up to Sam. He's master of ceremonies. Adam starts with an A. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, my number eleven, and uh, we every time we've done this, we've talked about okay, at what number. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you start liking actually liking any of these songs? <laughs> and um, I can't wait to hear Jim's. I, I can't wait think, to talk about that. I think um, I like all the songs on this album. I don't. I'm not yeah. sure how many I actually love, but uh, even even my number eleven, which is Darkness, um, I like it. It's it's mellow, and there seem to be a lot of uh, groups singing forlornly about the rain around this time. I can and I, I, I mm. can. There's an OMD song. Is it Crush that sings about yeah. the rain? Yep. And there's Grey Day by Madness. There's like all these different 
sad uh, nice. rain song. So that kind of falls into that category. That's my that's my number. It's it's fine. It's not amazing. It's kind of a downer for for a last song because it doesn't really go anywhere. But that's that's my that's my, my least. My you're are you saying it's like the sinking of this album? Oh, shut up, Dan. Yes. Dan, don't bring up <laughs> embarrassing for moments from your for past. Dan. Brutal. Let's, let's start now. All right. Um, I um, the where I truly start to like songs on this album is song eight. The last three, I don't hate them, but I could easily live without them. My number eleven is also darkness. Whatever. Fine. I honestly, when I listened to it, I was kind of like, have I ever heard this song before? Even though I've listened to the album. Plenty of times. It's right. just, it's forgettable to me. Wow. Okay, I'm counting down. <laughs> How, where, where's oh, my line? Where's my line? So one, <laughs> two, three, maybe four is my line. Everything below four, <laughs> I, I have wow. I have problems with. Um, all In right, the, the trash. Last, <laughs> the, the, last, the last place for me, worst song in the album, is Too Much Information. It is Too Much Treble. <laughs> It is the wah wah pedal, <laughs> and it's one bass line the entire time. And oh my god, I never want to listen. Hey, hey, disclaimer: I, I had to study this album, right? I only know the singles, so that's three songs. I had to, mm. I had to put it in the the um, AirPods dive. in, go for a freaking run, and I did that five times. I listened to this album five times in a row. Watch your language, um, by the way, with this freaking. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, five times in a row, and uh, I never want to hear that song again. Too much information, ever, ever, ever. So again. I, I, I want to say something. When I listened, when I listened <laughs> to this album, I literally got to too much information. I kid you not, and that was the song where I said, "Oh God, Jim's gonna hate this album." <laughs> that was literally the moment. <laughs> I knew right then. I knew we were screwed. Oh. I was like. This is way too upbeat. I'm tapping my toes. He's not no, going to be happy. You know, you know, and you said, you said, I don't like upbeat. I like, I like upbeat fun <laughs> that is pleasing melodically. And this is just not pleasing melodically. You know what I mean? Anyway. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. So I uh, agree with Adam. I think it was that like, I, I like the whole record. Um, it, it is one of my favorite police records. There's only five, so like whatever. Um, but um, my song eleven is "Hungry for You." J'aurai toujours femme de toi. What? J'aurai toujours femme de toi. I'll say it again. Um, no. Pourquoi? Good call, Sam. Um, Good call. Good my call my, my comment about solo. this song: Hey, it's French. I, you know, it, that's it. it. <laughs> this one, I it's it's a little uh, gimmicky. I, I like the music, um, but and and I, I like the French in it. Um, it it kind of breaks up the album a little bit, um, but it's ultimately it's just kind of like not. It, it doesn't have much substance. You can't really get the substance because all the lyrics are in French for this English guy, English American. <laughs> Maybe it's really deep. And you're just too uh, much of a simpleton to know. Oh, I looked. At, I, I translated probably. the words, and uh, and oh, yeah. uh, it's not it's not deep. It's the opposite of deep. <laughs> um, it's the opposite of deep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. How- so yeah. So now, uh, so we go back up. So it's my pick again, or my, my pick. But I get to say which was my number ten. My number ten was too much information. My comment is yes. it's a little samey, but message received. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. But it's but it's yes. it like I I don't I don't know I mean yeah I th I think probably the 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 haze at the start you know like the background singers doing the hey hey like that kind of sets it up for the samey's type of type of thing but it's still it's it's still it, it's up like damn saying it's upbeat it's I I like the song it's just not good enough to elevate it past number ten. Jim. Jim, okay. take your next shot. <laughs> I, I like Sam. Hit me. I like Sam a lot. I like Sam a lot because my number 10 is Hungry For You. Um, it is, I mean, we've got the same last two tracks. It is the exact, it's samey. You know, too much information, samey. Hungry For You, samey. That will be the theme throughout the whole album till we get to top three. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw it, that coming. The, the freaking, yeah. you know, okay, let's talk about, you know, the great songs of history. Um, I'm trying to think of a song that changes. <laughs> we only the have end. an hour. Um, I want to hold your no, hand. No, but but Lay Layla, Layla. You know the piano at the end. You're like, oh my god, what a surprise! Well, the surprise of "Hungry for You" is I'm going to speak English now. I mean, that's the only thing that happens <laughs> in this fucking song. It's horrible. The next, the, oh Layla, the god, piano interlude. It is horrible. Okay, Jim in. In France, that blew people away when they got to English. What? Part, they were like, Sting, spe Sting speaks English? <laughs> no matter what I do, I thought it was a French treasure. For you. Um, okay, uh, my number 10 is Omega Man. Um, again, it's just, it's just straightforward rock. Like, um, I will say, this album is actually fairly schizophrenic. Yeah. Like, there's. There's mm -hmm. the groove stuff that Jim and Sam are putting not in the trash. trash. Not in the trash for me. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, for you, not in the trash. You're putting it yeah. in the back of the closet. Jim is burning it and lighting on a fire. <laughs> um, and then there's like this other stuff that's just kind of a mishmash mm -hmm. of there's darkness, there's Omega Man, a couple of others uh, that you'll be hearing here at the bottom of my list. They, to me, a lot of them just don't go anywhere. Um, and so that's where Omega Man is. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I am also uh, in the Hungry for You number ten category. Yes, uh, Adam, way to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't, not, not a whole lot to say about it. Um, dun, dun, horn heavy dun. for sure. Dun, dun. Um, which, which you which like? Is an interesting sort of uh, direction, uh, and it's they're all over this album. Um, I was just watching uh, a bit of a live video, just like a few minutes of a live video before we we came on while I was setting stuff up, and. Um, They've got a full horn section, and uh, I don't know that there was any horns on the first couple. I'd have to think about it. But it's so. not not in any meaningful way. Okay, so it's really strange to have them up there for the whole show, kind of like uh, putting their two cents in for songs that don't really have it or need it. Um, but you know, this this album is so full of horns and keyboards, which is not what I, I ever think of when I think of the well, police. Right? Yeah, and when I was right. listening to it, I was thinking like, okay, these guys, album number four, they could do what they want, right? And that's why it's schizophrenic. Like, let's just do what we want. Yeah. The problem is they don't have, they got to that point where they had the freedom and they didn't have any fucking ideas. That's my issue. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. The A&R man said, I don't hear a single. Exactly. Future. It was wide open. Yeah. Um, you know, one of one of the things I was thinking when I listened to this album was because the horns also I, it surprised me. I was like, 
I mean, the early stuff is like, you know, a little bit punky, whatever, but I don't think of police overall as fun, especially like given synchronicity was like my big entryway, like serious sting, you know, um, this album, it it blew me away. Just like, I was thinking this would have been fun live. You just, you can see the beach balls getting passed around and stuff. (laughs) And so I, I just looked up the tour and this is the list of artists that opened for them. And again, okay. normally I wouldn't associate them with the police, nice. but I'm like, this is perfect. So, Bow Wow Wow. Nice. The Go-Go's. Oingo Boingo. Wow. And they toured a ton with the English beat, right? And, yeah. And yeah. FTC um, and Madness a year a year or two later. They had great... Well, maybe a year or two later. Madness, yeah. yeah. And, then, uh, and then they had their police picnic every year. And for this tour, their police picnic was like one day, like five artists. It had almost all of those artists I just mentioned... Plus Flock of Seagulls, plus Joan Jett, which is awesome. But also Talking Heads, which actually wow. is who this album kind of reminded me of. I'm like, this is like Remain mm. in Light, like Afrobeat. Mm. Um, no, and it just, no. it just blew me away because I did not think of The Police as that kind of a band um, nearly as much as when I gave this another hard listen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's, that's and, what... And as much as I love this album, like supposed to be. Sam, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say Regatta de Blanc, like the name of that record, their second record was like their little translation of it as white reggae. So like that's that was their that was their pocket is this type of like maybe not. I mean, like you said, like this one's a little more Afrobeat, but but that um, that's sort of reggae sort of island sound. Yeah. Polyrhythms. Yeah. But sung or titled in French, obviously, with two albums being French and now this song being French. Anyway, uh, let's move on to uh, number, number nine, nine uh, which for me is uh, Spirits in the Material World, which mm. uh, is kind of, I felt like it was kind of low. Oh, actually, you know what? Haha. <laughs> Jim's. It's not. Jim looks oh, incredulous. Oh, my God. I was about to have. No, hold on. No, uh, well, I only switched to I switched to I just realized that I didn't for, I forgot to change the number. So um, I'm going to go back on that and say my number nine is spoiler Secret Journey. Alert. Yeah. Secret Journey. Alert. So my number nine is Secret Journey, which um, I almost I, I almost should have that lower because I keep thinking about that one. It's it just seems like the soundtrack for some like space uh, future movie. Uh, and they're on some desolate, you know, like the Mandalorian. But if Mandalorian was made in 1981, it's not very big budget. <laughs> yeah, like, like the like o- the opening of the song movie. with those like <laughs> rising synths. Yeah, yeah. Not I just want to say, say that, that sounds like a great movie. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my number nine, and uh, and Dan, you can go from there. Thought I had an ally here, Adam. My number nine, Jim. Wait for it. Spirits in the Material World. Ay, ay, Hands I'm hands on the wrong podcast. Li- <laughs> 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 no, that's what makes it fun. It wouldn't be fun if we all agreed. Um, which, by the way, side note, last time we did Pretty in Pink and afterwards, the one thing that did upset me a little bit about that one is we all agreed incredibly furiously on that one. It's, it's the most I think we've ever agreed on an album. Yeah, I agree. Love that. Anyways, <laughs> I had a great uh, night. I had a great night. <laughs> Spirits, <laughs> Spirits in the Material World is my least favorite police single. It is boring. And one trend that people will pick up as we do more of these is, I like the beat. 
as Sam likes to say, I want upbeat. Uh, not that I have a problem. I, I'm okay with slow songs. But when they just kind of like drag and this one drags. By the way, also, again, schizophrenic. This album is upbeat and fun overall, but they open with like this. This is just totally out of place on this album. I'm done. Hmm. Is it Jimmy? my turn? Mm, okay. Jimmy James. <clears throat> Number whatever is Demolition Man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This, the, listen. I'm just getting this, warmed up. This ska. I don't even care what ska, number it is. It's number one ever. What? What, what did you horns. say, Jim? <laughs> this. What? What? Sam? What? What record? What? What did you say? What is number nine? Demolition Man. Oh, Demolition. Okay. Number one. Sam's still in shock. Sam's still in shock. I was. Am I on the wrong album, guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought I made a mistake. I don't know this album that well. Okay, ska horns, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I'm, I'm in, you know? But then it's just that one freaking bass line the entire time. And again, here we are, samey, samey. It is just, oh, God, I don't... It's only third from the bottom because it's the best of the three. <laughs> As it should I be. I love it. Nice. I love it. So my number nine was uh, Secret Journey. My official comment is, I like the song okay, but um, <laughs> like, we got in a limb. Yeah, I'm, Love did it. you did you work for a while on that official comment? <laughs> yes, you have I like did. a press I, guy that wrote that. That's the, that's a funny thing. Is is like I was I was sitting there and I was like, okay, what is it about this song? What is it about this song? I like it okay. Like it it like so. <laughs> G, the funny thing is is that Jim's comment about pick better albums. I was like, oh, Jim doesn't like this album. And then I listened to it. I think I, I think I ranked it after Jim made that comment. And I was like, wow, he's not wrong, I guess. <laughs> Even though it's one of my favorite, it's it's one of my favorite police records. But it's 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 a very, um, you know, it's that thing of like, you don't like records that you like come across in your 30s or 40s or 50s as much mm -hmm. as you like those records mm -hmm. when you were 15 or whatever. True. And yeah. this is definitely one of those. Um, like these songs feel like they have a lot more weight to them, I, f I think, um, like emotional heft. And like this one, the, like it starts off, like I said, with those rising synths and it just kind of goes into it. And then the, the guitar part comes in and it's this tale of the secret journey or whatever. And it, it, it feels like it means something like from as a kid, as a 50 year old man, it, eh, you're not, you're not really talking about anything, yeah. are you? So num that's I know what you mean. I, I, I knew you would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, number eight, Sam. So my, my number eight is one world, not three. Um, the song I think, um, helped me. It felt like it helped me understand that we're all connected. Like it was one of my first, kind of like, um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's one of my first political songs um, that I remember, but it definitely kind of had that, that, a little bit of that awakening is like, you know, we're, that we're all kind of connected. Very much a sting sort of a statement. But um, but I feel like Stuart's drumming is the real star of, of that song. Like, I mean, Stuart's drumming, I think, is uh, for the police in general, but um, but One World, like, like his it starts yeah, off with the off. with the yeah he totally goes off starts off with the hi-hats and this is just a great showcase for him 
Beautiful. That's the same for me in the same spot. Stuart Copeland is a god. I understand that um, yes. now. <laughs> I understood that yes. in probably 89 is when I learned that fact and went, oh my god. Um, but uh, guys, this song spawned all of those faux reggae college bands that you went to see with a white guy lead singer with dreadlocks asking the band to play a little more quietly so he can break it down for 14 minutes and talk about the world and <laughs> nice. you know all the problems and 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 then You're describing you know, Bono. the crowd. And then, yeah, and then, and then asking the crowd to, to sing the, you know, one world is, come on, everybody, you know, and I've heard right, that right, song right. at college so many times by so many bands, and I just hate that song, <laughs> but it's better than all the other, it's better than all the other three that I put below it, so there it is. Wow. Wow. Jim Woo. with the, the white supremacist take, uh, no, no unity, we just... <laughs> Shut in your mouth. America first. Oh, my God. We need more than one world. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. So I agree with what Sam said. Like, Jim's not wrong about Samey Samey. Absolutely. This this album is a thousand percent guilty of Samey Samey. And it it um, it it limits it a little bit. I get that. But obviously, Jim also hates like electronic music where like. It's just about the beat. It's about the groove. And like once it's going, if you're enjoying it, yeah. you're enjoying it. So that's kind of where I land on the samey samey. I, I like it. Like I just enjoy it. And yes, yeah. it's not like the most miraculous song structure and all of that. But uh, but I enjoy it. So my lowest of the samey sameys is uh, Hungry For You. Uh, nice. Like you guys. Like okay. I actually love, I love the riff. I love that little groove and like for the first 40 seconds I'm all in and then I'm like all right this is still good fun background music like let's put it yeah. on at the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I totally and so that's that, that's actually where I got to Dan is like once I listened to it and I was like oh shit Jim's kind of right is once I once I was like no 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 I really I love this album this is one of my favorite albums I had the, like that like existential crisis and then I was like no but but like it is the grooves like you get like all totally. the songs they're, they're singing, but they're, they're yeah, great grooves they're great yep. grooves and you get into yeah. them but yeah. but if you're I mean if you're looking for like deeper a lot of deeper meaning or you know a middle like eight. a middle eight <laughs> Thank you. a bridge anyone you're not going to find it but it and is. there are there are like little sonic moments too like yeah. the horns on hungry few have a little bit of that uh that echoey sound to mm. them and so mm. i just yeah cool i would definitely be like yes turn this up number all number right eight, well my number eight as as you hopefully I've forgotten by that is, is, uh, <laughs> is spirits in my material world in my, or the, in the material world. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, I like that. It's got this weird off time beat that sometimes matches up with the drums and sometimes doesn't in, in the, yep. uh, in the, in the, the way that the time signature is, I think that's really cool, but, um, it, it does. Yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere. Um, and it's, a. I don't know, it, like pretentious in a, in a way that I don't really like. And, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff when you're that well read and you're 11 years old or whatever, or how old I was, that comes off as pretentious or at least over my head. I don't think I, I don't think, even think I thought of it as pretentious. I thought of like, wow, they're so literate and smart and that's not, it's not for me. Like if that, that part of mm. it is not for me. I right. can get into all right. this other stuff. At 10 years old, you um, don't know what pretentious means. Exactly. But it's, it's right. Exactly. Um, 
So yeah, it, you know, obviously one of the most popular ones on this album. And I thought maybe that familiarity, I was going to like it more. But when I put it on, I'm like, oh, this really isn't, I never really liked this song. I never thought about whether I had an opinion on it or not. And I guess, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I have one last me. irrational complaint about that song. It drives me crazy. I don't know why that he rhymes Jalia with failure. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm all for like half rhymes, but I don't know. Uh-huh. That one feels like Sting ran out of ideas and just, I don't know. It's close enough. Keep going. <laughs> not, not, not his, not his best lyrical work. <laughs> but with the way he sings and we haven't really talked about it, you know, the kind of like the weird faux Jamaican accent. He can almost get away with with a lot more because it's just that's how he always sang. But it's the rhetoric uh, of failure. Yeah, I mean, so much was made of his accent. Costello had some early ah, quote of him. Funny, just I didn't going really off. think of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so my number seven is Omega Man, which uh, <laughs> I was kind of surprised to see was uh, originally picked by the the label as one. They wanted that to be the first single. Mm. No. Yeah, I read that. Written by Andy, written by Andy Summers, which I was also surprised uh, by because I, did, I I only know enough about them to know that like some of it, the really weirder stuff he sang yeah. and he doesn't sing yeah. on that one. So um, it's got that weird like atonal uh, guitar thing under the uh, under the chorus, which is like so strange and in a good way, and then it kind of kicks in. Um, I love the guitar solo actually. Like I remember thinking like, Oh, it's, it's going to get to that guitar. solo, and, and, and it kind of made me notice that like, Oh, there's not a lot of like traditional because their songs aren't really like traditional rock songs right. where it's like yeah. four, first course, first course and a rock solo. And, but there is some parts where he'll kind of like do soloing over like atmospheric stuff, but that's like one where it's like, all right, here comes and solo. Right. And right. It's great. It's like it's very like kind of uplifting. That's really good. Short. It's not like anything like right. thing, but it's just kind of a cool way they go into that. What's your number seven, Dan? Oh, thanks for asking, Adam. Uh, my number seven is <laughs> right, uh, T- uh, TMI. Too much information. Um, <laughs> like I said, this this was the moment where I was like, oh, Jim's gonna hate this this album. But it also this was also the song I was listening to. Where I was like, oh my god, I never put police and talking heads together but this song they this song has that afrobeat groove to it and yes i agree it doesn't do anything else um but that groove is awesome and i could always think of the the melody of sting singing uh when i hadn't listened to this album in a while but i'd forgotten just how heavy all those horns and stuff were and i love afrobeat i love the horns i'm a sucker for all that so um i was like i'm digging it that's great enough to be number seven yeah (laughs) okay my my number seven is uh rehumanize yourself um i it's still samey samey guys but it's got that whole national front uh he's got his hand in the air with the other cunts line and it's just like i was on my run and i was like fuck yes you know it was so great it was such a great uh, (laughs) nice such a great lyric and yeah. especially at a time like right now. So I was just, yeah, I was feeling it a week before, <laughs> well a week before the inauguration. So nice. go sting, go. <laughs> My number seven, separated at birth, rehumanize yourself. That's, I call it another, another danceable appeal to humanity. 
Um, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's a great. It's like this one again. It's a great little tune, and uh, like that line. It's especially you know when I'm 12 years old. It's like ooh, ooh. he said yeah. that, but like you know, not knowing that over in the UK, it's like eh, whatever. Yeah, you're you know, fucking cut. But, uh, but yeah, but it's <laughs> we, a, it's a, <laughs> we should we should point out by the way that in general. Sam and Jim agree furiously, and Adam and I agree fairly furiously. Fairly furiously. Like yeah. that—that that tends enough. to be the split. Yeah. That's what we're mostly seeing here today. Again, I think the patterns playing out. Yeah. Fair enough. Pretty much. Uh, so my number six, moving along, spirits in the material world. My initial comment is: rarely has philosophy been this danceable, because um, it is <laughs> like you know, kind of like the the name of the record, and then spirits in the material world. But um, so. I, the thing about this song for me is that I didn't know the words and I didn't know, like when I first heard it on the radio, I didn't know the name of the song and I thought he was saying Osterils in a materia woe. And I, I had no idea what the <laughs> fuck he was saying. And what I said actually means nothing. I couldn't figure it out until I bought the tape and saw spirits in the material world. And then for the longest, I mean, probably for years, I was, I still kept hearing that gibberish lyric in my head. Cause sometimes you were like, is this French also? <laughs> <laughs> but it says, but yeah, it's just and, and like that just always stuck with me as I just could not decipher what he was actually saying that kind of back to the sting accent. But, um, but yeah, it, and this, so this for me starts to build on like each song up from here. Like I, I, I did dig this song and I do still like this song. Um, but I was surprised that it made it down to number six because it starts off the record. I'm like, okay, ranking the songs. And then it just kept falling for me, falling lower mm. and lower. Um, and what did it fall immediately behind? Oh, sorry. I don't know. We'll Doesn't have to find twice? out when we Doesn't go Doesn't he go twice? I just did. Or did yeah, he, he just did. go twice? Rehumanize oh. yourself you in the spirits and material world. Right, right, right. Okay. You said spirits in um, the material world. I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> understandable. It's understandable. We get it. So, we, what, so Sam, what was your, what was, my number six is secret journey. What was your uh, line that you came up with for that? I like the song. Your okay. comment? <laughs> no, no, no. What was your I like comment? The song, you okay. wrote down your note. Oh, is that it? I like the my, song. Mine was only two words. One more time. Mine was only two words. What was yours? It was two words? Good chorus. Good chorus. That's it. That's the oh. only thing I have to say about it. <laughs> I thought you were saying first word O, second word K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Yeah, good okay. I'm, gather right, I'm gathering that's all you've got. Yeah. That's all I got. We're on. <laughs> We're on six, right? Yeah, yeah, six. My six, my six. All right, here we go. I'm ready. I'm ready do to it, fight. Do it, do it. We're ready. Uh, to number six is Invisible Sun. Okay. I used to love Invisible Sun. Mm -hmm. I listen to it again now, and I just think, yeah, the philosophy laid on thick felt like a bit much for me. I like what you said, Sam. I, I want my philosophy danceable, I think, especially from... Uh, a heavy-handed gentleman like Sting. Yes. Um, I mean, the beginning's awesome. Those drum beats and the counting, love it. The atmosphere. Yes. Uh, yes. Make your own solar system, sun, atmosphere. Yeah. Great atmosphere to awesome. the song. But um, but that was it for me. Like halfway through, I was like, eh, are we are we are we done yet? I don't know. It's um, mm. 
again, it's it's a good song, but it doesn't uh, it, it lost something for me from what I remembered growing up. Fair enough, Adam. I've got a comment for when it comes so, back to me for when that comes up for me. Adam, number six number for six. me is uh, too much information. And that's too uh, much information. It's TMI. Ooh, the highest, uh, the I, highest ranker of it. Yeah, I wow. do like. I can't uh, believe it's that high. I like the horns uh, a lot, and even though it's repetitive as it is, um, there's something about the way he like goes double time into the amount of words that he puts in. It's like an interesting mm-hmm. little trick yeah, he does yeah, a couple yeah. times on mm-hmm. this album, where yeah. it's like when he goes, "I didn't see the whole world two times over, or six times over, whatever." It's like that. It really like kind of like punches it. Yeah. Uh, as far as the energy goes, and I'm like, wow, what an interesting little trick that I've never really noticed. Uh, right from a songwriting perspective and uh it was enough where I, I i thought about it enough where i'm like i gotta rank it it's higher than i thought nice i was wow. gonna i was gonna do it. i definitely like it more than duran duran's too much information um <laughs> so i'll give it that no say um no say. followed by uh number five number five uh which for me is demolition man um which i i couldn't remember having a huge opinion on it one way or the other i definitely thought of um the grace jones cover uh, which was on MTV a lot oh, when yeah. I was when I was a kid. Mm. Um, never saw the movie. I don't know if you guys did. Um, no, absolutely no. terrible. Okay. No. Absolutely That's what terrible. I've heard. I've heard as much. I love the song uh, too much to even bother with it. But uh, it, it's it's so driving. Um, <clears throat> so it's definitely like one of the more the most upbeat things on the whole record. Just when it kicks yeah. in, uh, it's kind of impossible to uh, deny that that the energy of it is, is really, really great. Um, and again, that's the other song where he kind of, when he goes into the chorus, he, he really like puts in more words and is, is fitting more in there. And it really does a lot for the energy of the song. Um, but it's, you know, it's, I don't think of it as a ska song, but it, kind it, it, it is, uh, mm-hmm. when I heard it, I was like, Oh wow. It's, it's really got that, totally. that, that beat to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's the the weird eight again. The atonal horns are just like weird and cool, mm-hmm. um, totally. in a, in a really interesting way. And so I, that one that one ended up being higher than I thought it was going to be after all these years. You only had it one higher than me. I, I I dug it too. What you got, Dan? So it's not it's not so high. Uh, am I the only one left to not say Secret Journey? I think so. Yes. Secret Journey is my nice. number five. Secret Journey is my number five. Uh, yeah, Jim, it's all about that chorus. Like, uh, Sting belting it out with Sting, like, harmonizing <laughs> with himself, and just, like, it, it's like, you gotta, you gotta pump the fist when you get to that, to that chorus, right? Like, uh, it just, it just feels epic, and, uh, yeah, I just thought it was fun, and somehow, um, I, I do give the police, maybe it's because I started with Synchronicity, and there's, like, T in the Sahara, mm, yeah. Sahara, but, um, the sting for me uh, the police have permission to do this like I'd rather do right. the mystical thing actually than yeah. like the philosophical thing like I, I'm I'm more willing to like play along and so yeah I, I think you know the, the verses are good enough and then the chorus is nice. just yeah so exactly. more of a Dungeons awesome. and Dragons guy than a uh, yeah yeah than definitely a Buddhist uh, whatever what have you <laughs> I guess you could uh, say okay so uh, am I at number five Number five, dude. All right, I need you guys to like think about how dark darkness sounds. Okay, 
I think oh, God. you need to get that. Oh, my you need God. to get that in your head. Be- because if you put a Stan Ridgeway vocal over that, ooh, <laughs> I mean, you've got a fucking classic. Um, it's still samey samey. It's just two chords the whole way through, I think. But yeah. but I, I just I, if if Stan and Stan and Stuart know each other because of "Don't Box Me In," one of the greatest songs ever. You know, one of the greatest songs ever. No, I and, can talk about that all night. Yeah, my point so you're is, saying it's still going to happen. He's going to cover darkness. My point so is that's a, that's a great chance. that's a great Stan Ridgeway song, and Sting comes in and ruins the uh, whole thing. But anyway, when uh, he sings, that's my number five. Wide open space. I could totally now hear hear Stan yeah. singing that one line. Now that you yeah. say it, yeah. I think there's a line on a Stan Ridgeway record that sounds just like that. Maybe that's what we're thinking. That's that's a really good call, Jim. Uh, it's something off Big Heat. Now I'm gonna thank it's gonna you. bug me. I'm gonna listen to it later. No, no, thank you. Um, so number five, my number five is Invisible Sun. Um, I always like the message of hope and what's kind of a grim song. Um, looking at that record now uh, on Spotify, I've got hearts. You know the hearts by the by the songs. This is the only song I have a heart next to. Um, mm. The only song I've favorited in uh, Dan and Mai's parlance. Um, mm-hmm. It's just I, it, like there's a, such a mood for this record, and and it's and you know a lot of it's the samey. It's the it's that kind of groovy thing, um, and this one is just so. M- my comment for this song is for th- people who might be inclined to maybe over drink a little bit or smoke a little something or, you know, such like that and alter your reality. This song is a really, is, is a good one to kind of like get into on that level of just like, cause it's kind of that slow, like th- sort of throbby sort of synth groove. And it just, it's, it's one you could just kind of get lost in that way. Um, so. Which is why Jim has a number one can do drugs to it <laughs> yeah so that's yeah so it's definitely it definitely feels like more of a drug song to me um number i, I had four, no notes three? next oh. i had no notes next to invisible sun until right now and now i have a note and it's one word anyway, <laughs> so keep going Sam. no uh number four for me is demolition man um i love so what i have is the the snare start Actually, I just went and listened, and like over half of the record, I think, starts with some kind of cymbals or snares or something, um, which is perfect for the police. Um, but the jam, what? Because <laughs> Stuart Copeland is so awesome. Uh, no, because police beat on people. Fair enough. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! Brings brings it oh, back. Brings so it controversial. Back. You, you have been listening to a lot of Sting. <laughs> Um, but, but I, for Demolition Man, I love the extended jam because I mean like the song starts and it's got such great energy and then it just like keeps going on. And I would have loved to have heard more of that from the police, um, which is, I think, but with Andy Summers on guitar, because I think with Oysterhead, that's kind of what I think that is supposed to be is that kind of like jammy sort of thing with, um, uh, Trey Anastasio and Les Claypool. And their little band Oysterhead, but um, their little band and Stuart <laughs> Sorry, Copeland, guys. right? <laughs> and Stuart Copeland, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. But but I like I, I wanted to hear more of that. I would have loved to have heard more of that from the police. But I, I think by the time they got here, and especially Synchronicity, like they didn't have any 
like this this was as jammy as they got it felt like um but it, i yeah I, I dug that part of it a lot on record for sure i mean yeah, watching yeah, this yeah. live thing reminds me of like how they just went off and that was yeah really one of their their strong suits is some watching some of these live clips which that's i never true. Got to see that's them true. either yeah and it's like fantastic mostly because of the rhythm section you know andy's no slouch but just god damn so there's this movie called erg a music war and they open the 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 movie with um uh shoot i can't remember i can't think of it off the top of my head oh um shit that's lost Uh, i think it's off of zenyatta anyway um but they they, yes i think mm, yeah i think that's it i I have erg too and i can't think of it it is it is german to tears but the movie ends with them jamming out so lonely and they get like all the people so like there's like uh andy partridge from xtc is up on stage doing like a but but they're just like jamming it out and like they can do that um but i think um you know later on i think they they got a little more and i mean sting he's a jazz guy you know and turned into a jazz guy so he like can he can swing that way and they do certainly on the on the live record of um the bring on the night thing but um but yeah i'm I'm just i'm surprised that that you don't hear more of that on at least on record like you said adam so that's my number four jim your number four what is it my number four is uh omega man i was like at the when it started i was like oh god another one another dud (laughs) but then i was like wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) Wait a minute! This just turned into a police song that the kind of police I like, you know. Um, and and you know what I said when when you guys called this album, I was like, if it doesn't have the Loch Ness monster on it, I'm out. You know, uh, it. This one sounds a little bit like Synchronicity too. At least it's in that uh, yeah, vein. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is an Andy Summers song, right? So anyway, I was I was I was happy with this one. So it's number four. Good call. Jim is happy, everybody. Yeah. My number four is the opposite of that. It's one world, not three. Um, Look, you know, Jim, I hear you. I I actually hate 98% of all reggae. Don't even get me started on walking on the moon. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the, the 2% that's left is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm not a reggae fan overall. Wow. Uh, Maybe I'll I'll keep 5%. but, um, But this one just gets that... Again, it gets the great groove. I do like the message of this one, and I love how it changes in that final third or whatever it is. Um, and I, I didn't with, make uh, it. I didn't make it to the final third. <laughs> this, this, is this there is more? Jammy. This Does, is it turn into, Does it turn into Layla at the end? And I need to. No, okay. they do a little it's breakdown. Exactly. exactly. Little it's breakdown. not Layla different. The groove stays the same, Jim. I don't want to get you too excited, but they, okay. the, okay. the, the words and the the melody are different. The uh, not the melody, okay. but the um, the tempo are different. Okay. okay. Uh, also, when they used to tour with English Beat, this is the song that Ranking Roger would come out and do with them. Which Ooh, song gotta have all right. A yeah, plus for that too. A plus. A special yeah, beat totally place in your heart. So, so take your Stan Ridgeway and I'll raise you a Rankin Roger. Oh, that's uh, great. That's my that's my number four. Nice. Uh, that is also my number four. So, well said. Uh, yeah, that last part is definitely probably the best part in the song because it, it it gets very dub. It's jammy you know, too. They, they've got they've got the echo on the horns and Stewart's drumming is just ridiculous. Um, yeah. 
the whole thing picks up a bit. Yeah, it's and and then it's not, and then it's simple, but with with echo. So it's it's <laughs> it's it's both. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I I don't I'm not a huge for as much as I love ska, I, I'm super picky about my reggae. So, but and and again, sung by a bunch of white guys, it is a little weird. There's a there's a Pato Banton uh, cover of it that's pretty great. Um, but nice. uh, yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say that hasn't been said. So, uh, my number three right. is rehuman- you rehumanize yourself, um, and they already spoke to the uh, the greatness of the national front line, which is just awesome. And I'm not nice. I'm not sure a hundred percent that I knew what what that meant as a small child. Um, for anyone li- listening that doesn't know what the national no. front is, it's like a you know sort of white supremacist movement in England and having your ha- hand in the air um, means you're giving a Nazi salute. So uh, it's just so great that he was, was willing to go on record uh, and say well, something that's what, like that's that. what the whole rock against know. racism stuff was like around that time, um, like mm-hmm. late seventies, early eighties was definitely like, like that was, I mean, in the, that was big in the UK, not so much here in the U S um, but that was like a huge part mm-hmm. of the scene. Sure. That's why uh, you know there's there's so many great songs about it by yeah the specials and the Clash and English Beat, but um, yeah there's something about it. it's very much uh, ska and that's okay with me I don't know not a whole lot to say right on okay with me uh, my number three is Demolition Man uh, yeah Sam well put like it's just it's one super long groove it's like you know and it's not quite a samey samey gym like they they do a bunch of different things this was the song that made me say oh to have seen them live on this tour yeah would have been phenomenal uh, this was that. also this is also the one where i went to see kind of what that tour was like and figure out who they played with and before i went i was like i never equated the police with oh well, i said talking heads earlier and the other one was oingo boingo but like this one i was like is that Boingo's horn section? Like it was, nice. I couldn't believe how much it had <laughs> that kind of a sound to it for the police. Again, yeah. I think of them as just like, you know, serious thing. Uh, super fun. Yeah. Love it. Love that song. That's great. So my number three, uh, invisible sun. And I got my comment from Sam earlier. It's one word and it is throbby. Throbby is the word. Called it Throbby. <laughs> the word is Throbby. <laughs> the password is Throbby. Pulsating. Pulsating. Pulsing groove. Throbby? Ah. Uh, so is that three to me? That is three to you. Omega Man is my number three. Uh, the guitar effects are really enticing on this. I. I. I've, it's uh, it's different enough, I think, on the record, that uh, it just it just kind of captures a little bit um, of 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 my imagination. It's just yeah, it's different. I like the I like the guitar. Sam, you're right again. You're right again. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now before before you go to number two. Yep. Have we ever yet? I think this is our fifth album. Is that right? Yeah. I think it's our fifth album. Have we yet had an album where we have all picked the same number one? I don't think so. 
Last week's uh, no, last no, we went two lot, and two last week. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm pretty sure we haven't. All right, I just, I just, I wanted to you're, say that because I, I want to see if we're set up for that on this album. You're, you're putting, you're, you're, you're putting this. a stack of chips on red number eight or whatever it is. <laughs> stay tuned after <laughs> the break. We'll see. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> eight, Adam, eight put our ad in here. We get, we get an advertiser. This is where it goes. I was just going to say stamps.com. <laughs> stamps.com. Purple mattress. No, it's got to be a pillow. Mattress. It's got to be a mattress. It's got to be a mattress. <laughs> um, All right. Take the- us away, Sam. Number two. <laughs> number two. I have darkness. Whereas wow. I find it really boring. Wow. Oh, I my God. I, I've already forgotten darkness was on this album. It's been so long right. since I said it. <laughs> I love it. I love I, Sam. I like I like kind of like the like the guitar sounds. I mean, Andy Summers is such a fucking great guitar player anyway, but he just like coaxes these weird sounds out of it. And this is one. I mean, I, I think it's one of the great album closers because it's it 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 it's. Um, I mean, especially for an album that spends so much time on philosophy and stuff like that. But like as a teenager, that refrain, I wish I never woke up this morning. Life was easy when it was boring. I mean, when you're a bored teenager, this song just locks you in, locked me in. And it's just, I think it's a a great song. Clearly, it's it's my number two. I was a Teenage Smiths fan by Sam O'Daniel. A teenage (laughs) sex film? What? No, I was. A, I said I was a teenage Smiths fan. Smiths fan, yes, yeah, that too. Literally, too. literally the opposite of a sex film. <laughs> Smiths fan, sex film, they're opposites. <laughs> well, I, uh, okay, I'm th- I'm thinking Morrissey lyrics, but anyway, go on. So, Jim, is it my turn? I think it's time for Jim's number two. Okay, um, Sam, Sam, that was a great description of that song. Um, good job. Uh, number two. Spirits oh, in the Material World. It's got a great verse. Um, and, uh, you know, as a guy who was uh, only knew the singles, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this one. It's not annoying. And so there you go. <laughs> so it went up to the top. Oh, there you go. Over, oh, over I think that was, that was the sticker on their album, I think. It said, like, does Jim Cathcart of <laughs> yeah. Hi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This one I remember. I know this one. I There is something there's something to be said about Sam's take on, um, you know, as a, you know, 11 year old kid that, you know, that kind of, you know, I don't have that relationship to this album. And I love that you do, Sam. And I love that. That's what I love discussing about albums is how it how you feel about it at 15 and how you feel about it at 49. You know, um, yeah. I think there's some texture there that we can get, you know, anyway, Dan get into that uh dude my number two is rehumanize myself what a great fucking song like yeah uh seriously this is just flat out ska they're like screw all the other like yeah the lyrics are still a bit like whoa rehumanize like that's kind of a heavy this is just so much fun um this one doesn't quite uh it doesn't it doesn't feel like it goes on as long as some of the others like it's just it's there it does it's whatever two and a half just under three minutes, I think. Just and over it's, three. it's out. It's just just over three. And this is the song, every time I listen to Ghost in the Machine, this is the song I'm stuck on for days. And I'm just like bouncing around. Yeah. Love it. 
Agreed. Yeah. It, it's it, just it, a, it's, it's a great, it's, it's it a great vocal tight. hook. And by the way, this is the one song on the album that I have the little heart filled in, Sam. Oh, nice. Hey. <laughs> nice. Adam, number two. All right. So, so my number two <clears throat> drum roll is Invisible Sun. And nice. uh, I'm kind of surprised it's up this high after talking about all these other songs and what I like about them. Um, but I think it's just, it's such a mood uh, more than anything that I think it, it does really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the countdown is and the drums come in. Oh, the um, countdown. Yeah. Yeah. It's, countdown it's very political, you know, talking about, um, I, I just thought it was being in, uh, political in general, but I guess it had, he was specifically talking about stuff going on in Northern Ireland. Right. So Troubles. I guess the song was, um, maybe banned, uh, in the UK if I'm, if I remember right. Probably. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny because the this the I sort of equate this song and maybe one world with um, walking on the moon, which I actually love, Dan. Um, and for some reason, I was so sure that it was on this album and not uh, it's not even on Zenyatta Mandata, which which because no. it seems like such a mood of of like kind of oh, darkness yeah. and spaciness yeah. um, that it would go on this album, which is you know we haven't really said it, but it's a lot of these songs are sort of like dark sounding the synths d- definitely like help with that especially on this song and, and yeah watching them uh play like uh er- earlier seeing that there's a, a synth on both sides of the stage just sting and andy can both hop on huh. and and not even do it well that's, this, that's the thing is they've got all this gear up there and it didn't really the synth stuff did not translate well at all um I think they might have been doing some foot pedal stuff, but they both had keyboards set up on the, each side of the stage. So, uh, but this song um, just always is such great kind of like dark driving stuff. Yeah. Which leads us to our number one. Do we, do we all want to say it together? <laughs> <laughs> this, one, this one goes out to Julie. <laughs> Julie, uh oh, I'm missing something. Oh yes, to Julie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm we're, we're all it. very. What are, you, what are we talking about? We're all what keenly you, aware that we've all picked the same number one. Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait who's Julie? Uh, maybe yeah. you weren't there for that early in the early in the broadcast. Sam was talking no, he about. Was, he uh, was on the whole time. It was Dan that dropped off a little bit. Was it but, before? But, was you, but yeah, but you were. But you were there. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was Sam, <laughs> Sam's my, my, my eighth grade girlfriend. Yes, yes, yes. So and Adam, Adam, and Jim have already decided it's my girlfriend because they think I picked Ghost in the Machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dan, <laughs> I didn't know you dated a Julie too. That's so cool. So uh, we'll go around and say what we love about this song, but it appears that we have all picked every little thing she does is magic as our number one, which has never happened. Amazing. In all, all four times. I'm actually really surprised. Five. I know I'm, why. I'm surprised too. Um, there's I definitely no why. denying this one. Uh, you know, we were just—I was just saying how synth-heavy this is, and this song has almost no guitar on it. Um, they had a guy who had played piano with everybody—I can't remember his name. Um, I should have written that down, but uh, he played on a lot of Cat Stevens stuff and Jean uh, Roussel. Thank you. Uh, his his resume is unbelievable. So he's the guy playing piano. Such a great um, playing it live and they played it funny enough they on the show that I was watching which is the Ghost in the Machine tour they open with Message in a Bottle and this is the next song they play so they're playing the biggest hit off this record second 
Wow, and, that's uh, a mistake. Yeah, and and Andy is kind of playing these arpeggio guitar things that are sort of like the piano stuff, right. but not good, not good right. enough to like replace it at all. Um, but it's just it's one of those just like so joyous uh, when it goes into that chorus, and usually that's a turn off for me. But it's just the greatest thing. Some friends of mine had a um, a sketch group, uh, and all five or six of them walk out and the song plays and they just sit there looking forlorn and just sort of sway back and forth. No words, it's just we're listening to the police and watching these five guys look sad and then when it gets to the chorus they all put their hands over the head and jump around like crazy people for a few seconds and that's the end of the sketch and right. then they, they, it goes dark and they go into something else. That was the entire sketch. So I always think of that when I think of this song. Um, it's just... It's so great, and I don't think of it as one of my favorites by them, but listening to it with, with, a, with a critical ear and knowing where I had to rank it, I, I definitely had a, a whole new appreciation for it. Nice. Oh, I've always, I've always loved this song. This song's just a monster single. Like, uh, you know, we've made the point many times that so many songs on this album are, they're kind of more like extended grooves than just full songs, but like, this is a single. This is like a hit single, which is why, Sam, what you said earlier is hilarious that they they decided to open things up with Spirits of the Material World. But um, uh, the reason this song is number one, as much as I like the chorus and I love the, the piano opening, is because this song is... How long is this song? This song is two minutes and 59... No. Four, four, four minutes and 20 seconds long. But, it just got a minute and a half longer. <laughs> but two, well, but two minutes and twenty-three seconds in, the song totally changes. Here's your Layla, Jim, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's where they like the last two twenty-three is like one long outro and just like the riffing and uh, yeah. you know he starts to do all the different vocal stuff and I absolutely. Oh yeah, when we were when we were kids, when we were kids, we used to say you've got bo over the for, for the end part if he's saying. Yeah. You know, Bio. He was big. He was big into the Dio's live. That's clever. Yeah. That's clever. Shout out yeah, to I can, I can see now why Visible Invisible Sun was over your head. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that, that last that last that two twenty three from the EOS to the every little every little every little just the whole thing is so great. Um, yeah, total total joyous song. This song is like pure joy. Um, Love it. Never get sick of it. It, it. It's a big enough umbrella, but it's always me who ends up getting wet. And <laughs> and and the the very last lyric you hear is that when he's just like you know just singing it as yes. it goes out. I love I love every part of the song. Um, it, it was written way way earlier. It wasn't part of this album. It wasn't part, you know it, was, it wasn't recorded as like right. I mean it was recorded, but it it wasn't written as part of this session. And that's why we all have it as number one, because this album is not a good album, and that's a good song, and it lives on its own over here in this orbit, and they stuck it in here. Full circle. Do you know what I'm saying, guys? There's a reason why we all ranked it number one. That's That's a good point. That's a good point. One thing I will say is- It's a love song. You know, it's the only love song in the album. Anyway, go ahead. Growing up, I always thought this song was on uh, Zenyatta Mandata. I totally, and I think it's because this song sounds like Zenyatta Mandata's cover looks. Like, 
the cover of Ghost in the Machine, like every yeah. little thing has nothing to do with yeah, that. Good I think point. that's why, again, I, th- I think it's schizophrenic. Like this single doesn't feel anything like uh, the album looks and like Spirits in the Material World. It feels totally yeah. different to me. Yeah. yeah, the album looks like Invisible Sun. Yeah. Yes. All, and also, Jim, yeah. what, I, what, yeah. I'm sh- what I'm shocked you didn't say is uh, this one has a great bridge. Yeah. <laughs> the middle eight. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good, um, that's a good one. It totally builds it. Like, there's so many little points in the song where they build it up and it's not, you don't even notice it really. There's just, it's really good. I almost, I almost, I almost regret, I, I almost regret the chorus. You know what I mean? I love the, the verse so much. I'm just, I want to no. stay in that groove. And then the chorus is so great that I want to stay in that. And then they take me back. You know what I mean? It, but, but with yeah. both parts being yeah. so great, you have a great song anyway. So going back to um, what Jim was saying about, you know, like knowing this song as like that, that, that having that younger feel to it, like it, this was another one of those that it was just that, like every little thing she does is magic. But like the, the ver- like you said, the verses I've tried before to tell her the feelings I have her in my heart. Every time that I come near, I just lose my nerve. Let's, and it's just like, yes, especially at that age. You're like, I want to tell her, but I'm just such a chicken. And, and it's just, it's so, <laughs> it's such a like visceral feeling. And, but, and it's, you know, and, and it starts off as that. And it's just kind of that, like, kind of like you're in the wash and then it hits the chorus. And it's like every little thing she does is magic. And you're like, yes, that's, that's it. Like every little thing every little thing and you just it, you, and you just <laughs> you love that girl and it's just so every it's little. just it's it's a great it's a it's a great like little infatuation type of love song which we saw sting do a little darker on the next record maybe um but, <laughs> a little uh, he, he couldn't get over julie <laughs> right right <laughs> but yeah but, but but seriously this was the song that it was just like you know you just have that like effusive ebullient like joy and love for for somebody at that age you're just like blah and you don't know what to do with all your hormones and emotions and shit and and it just kind of like all spills out all over the place and i'm i'm only talking about emotions at this point um but it's uh yeah it's just such a fun <laughs> upbeat song jim puts his glasses back on um yeah it's just there's a reason we all he's wiping it. it off of his glasses yeah, actually great is that why he says it's always me that ends up getting wet at the end? I'm not, no. I'm not saying that that's no. I'm not saying that that is it. I'm not saying it's not. But I th- All right, I think we've I think we've wrapped up that album. <laughs> I think I think we beat that horse uh, All right. enough. Oh boy. Um well, but this oh but this boy. is also the song that he uh, ends up dropping into other songs. Um Yes. Cuz he's What do you mean? He, it feels like he's kind of famous for that. He drops the lyrics, the big enough umbrella. He puts that into um, Seven Days on um, Ten Summoners. Yeah, Tales. I love and, Seven. Uh, seven Days is the best. Oh my God. That. He puts it into Oh My God on Synchronicity. Um, I, I think Seven Days is the best Sting song ever. Uh, well then, Jim, let's rank Ten Summoners song. Because um, you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> oh boy, is that what we're doing next? Let's week? at least let's at least do a good Sting album. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh. All right, so our first unanimous number one. That's that wow. is something. That's history right there. Well done, great James. minds. Great so, minds. Okay, so I'm next, right? I, I'm next, right? Jim's next. I, I get I get to call yeah, him. I believe so. All right, guys. I need I can't him. Wait, I can't I, wait. 
I want agreement on this. All of you need to have that 15-year-old uh, relationship with it and your 49-year-old or 50-year-old relationship okay. with it, okay? Right. So do, so tell uh -huh. me if we can't do this album, because I, I care about your feelings, like unlike you guys about mine. Um, okay. It's a little <laughs> album. Who, who dropped the pick a good album for the police? Like, this is one of my favorite records. Pick a good album, Sam. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, 1986's The Queen is Dead. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Who's that Adam, by? Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's by it's by that band it's by that band Sex Film. Oh God! Literally, yeah, exactly. literally oh, wearing a so Sofford, good Sofford Lads Club. Uh, when I when I saw it on you, Is that I the was album like, that the picture. Yes, yes, yes. Is that well, the we'll album? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But is? that's okay. that's the album. Yes. Oh, and God. when I saw your T-shirt, I was like, when I name this, he better say yes, guys. It is <laughs> absolutely. absolutely on study hard oh, nice. make your freaking comments it's going to be awesome write a lot well, there's right. a lot to write if, about go down yeah. that's well, right I, because if, I... if anyone can come up with uh denser weightier lyrics than sting it's morrissey so here we go <laughs> Let, hey Damn, we're not talking about politics that's that's for sure with morrissey we're not talking about politics no we're talking about keats oh, and dear. yates all right host's right. choice roger right. that King, we will talk soon. Queen is dead. All right. Queen is Thanks dead. for listening, you guys. All three of you. All uh, three of you. Hi, Mom. Well, I'm running. Well, I've Please follow We Will Rank You at We Will Rank You Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and let us know how you would rank tonight's tunes. Sam writes about music on the web at yourolderbrother.com, facebook.com slash yourolderbrother, and on Twitter at olderbrothersam. You can find Adam's music page on Facebook and WordPress at you'redoinggreat.com. That's Y-E-R-D-O-I-N, he said in third person. Please subscribe, rank, and review our show on your favorite pod on the jig, and send us a note with suggestions and high praise to wewillrankyoupod at gmail.com or via you know what you should have done.com.